We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 8.50. This is Total Information AM. The House of Representatives adjourned about two weeks ago. The Senate decided to stick around Washington, D.C. for a few extra days to try to secure Ukraine and Israel funding before they left. It's been a bit quiet in the nation's capital. What will Congress be working on when they return in the new year? Scott McFarland, CBS congressional correspondent, is joining us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. And Scott, before... Um, before they left, did much of anything Israel or Ukraine related get accomplished? I mean, they raised the profile of those issues, but they sure did tie them all up in handcuffs. First of all, the Ukraine aid requested by the White House, tens of billions of dollars, was requested by the end of this month. They said that it was an emergency and the money is needed now. And Volodymyr Zelensky came to Congress to make that same argument. The money is needed now. Congress did not succeed in approving the money before going home for the holidays, and there's no indication they'll do so in short order when they return here in January. And the reason's clear. They're trying to tie this money for Ukraine with overhauls of U.S. immigration law and border security policy. That's some thorny stuff to iron out in the best of times, so there's no indication that'll happen promptly in January, which leaves Ukraine vulnerable. Israel aid did get approved by the U.S. House, but they put a poison pill in there that they knew would not go through the U.S. Senate, nor would it be signed by the president. It would require a cut in the IRS, which Republicans argued would make it more palatable, would help reduce the deficit if they're going to spend new money on Israel. But Democrats have responded, you cut the IRS, you end up inflaming the deficit because the IRS is the agency that collects the money. So they're nowhere on those two fronts, even though both appear to be time sensitive. Scott, what if the budget deadline is missed? What happens? Well, I think you can expect budget deadlines to be missed in the shorter term. There are two different deadlines for a government shutdown looming in the coming weeks, one in mid-January, one in mid-February. This is a trick that some of the House leaders put into the latest bill this year to kick the can down the curb and delay the deadlines. They thought they creating two different deadlines, they'd spur more action. But there's been no indication of progress towards averting those shutdowns in January and February. And for full clarity, the January deadline includes money for labor programs and veterans programs and health programs. The February deadline is for something called the military. And you breach that, there's all kinds of consequences, political and otherwise. They are flirting with disaster here because nobody's talking about solutions. They're just talking about moving deadlines. As you mentioned, tying uh, Ukraine funding to fixing the border situation, 
Uh, the border situation, of course, they haven't done anything about in years. We've been talking about immigration for I don't know how many decades. But are are there not? Isn't it possible maybe to do a separate negotiation on parts of it? Like, are they not talking about specifically asylum laws or can, can they not move ahead with just a, a portion of it? I mean, in everybody's defense, you try to fix immigration law. There are 18 different trapdoors around everybody on all sides. So it's difficult. It's time consuming. There's a reason why it hasn't been done successfully in a generation. They've come to the altar a few different times in the past 10 years, but didn't complete the marriage. Um, There are ultimately lots of issues on each side to iron out. To do this on an expedited time frame, to do this to get Ukraine money out the door, really is governing by crisis or governing by intransigent deadline. That's rarely a successful maneuver in the long term. I think Republicans in the U.S. Senate would argue that the White House could have started their part of the negotiations earlier. That would have saved time and saved trouble. But there also is a political reality you shouldn't ignore. There seems to be an acceptance from all involved now that you will have to get immigration law changed to get Ukraine aid. What a precedent that sets for future emergency money for war zones. And what fertile territory to be fighting a political battle for Republicans. This is just the issue they want to have it back and forth on at just the time as they begin the election year. Scott, what is the latest on the investigation into threats against the Colorado judges who ruled that Donald Trump can't be listed on the primary ballot? The FBI's Denver field office tells CBS News they are now um, looking into the matter. There have been any number of threats of violence or threats to remove from office these justices at the Colorado State Supreme Court who ruled in a 4-3 decision that Trump's name cannot appear on the primary ballot because, according to the judge's findings and the court's findings, he is excluded by the 14th Amendment, which precludes somebody from running if they were involved in an insurrection. And that is a charged decision. It's a potentially landmark decision, but it also has, in quick order, triggered a series of threats against those justices. And we keep seeing this, don't we? Judges involved, stakeholders involved in Trump legal cases being the subject of threats. We saw that here in Washington, D.C., when Judge Tanya Chutkin, who was handling Trump's 2020 election conspiracy case here in D.C., was the subject of vulgar, violent, racist threats. A Texas woman stands trial on that charge in late February. That's just what's happening in these Trump legal cases. You have a piece of this and you become the subject of threats. It's a real terrible sign of the toxicity in American politics and the toxicity in the Trump legal cases. Scott, we are very sorry to hear of the passing of Tom Fody, who died at the age of 77, CBS anchor and reporter. What a tremendous career in our industry. And tireless, too. Um, remarkably good dude, but tireless. You would never guess that he was a man of his age because he was up before you, up after you, working harder than you at all times. He'd be really missed here. I was very surprised when they said 77. He, he, he couldn't outwork Tom. And I think ultimately um, his spirit and, and, and the kind of good duty was um, should transcend um, how remarkably hard he worked. Well, we will definitely miss hearing his reports on CBS News. Um, but we always enjoy having you on. So thank you so much for your time and your expertise. Anytime. Thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.